What's up, guys? Mike the Cop here for another episode of the Fantasy Baseball Please podcast. Very special guest on today's show, outfielder for the Minnesota Twins, Zach Granite. Zach, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Mike. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Listen, you're from Staten Island, so we're both New York guys, so I figured this would go pretty well. You were drafted in the 14th round, 2013. Currently, you're sitting at, I think, it's number 26 on the pipeline. 2013, play rookie ball. 2014, you have that quad injury. Don't really play much. 2015, high able hit 266. So just, just to get the, the listeners to know a little bit about you, 2016 comes, and you have your breakout year in Chattanooga. You hit 295 with 56 stolen bases, which was tied for the minor league lead. I'm not sure who you were tied with. If you could let us know, that would be cool. And you won minor league player of the year for the Twins. Just tell me about that season and what clicked. Did you make any adjustments? Oh, that season was uh, the greatest year of my life, the greatest start to my, to my life. Um, my coach, um, who kind of took me under his wing, was uh, Doug Mankiewicz. Um, so he was he loved me, he loved the way I played, uh, and he wanted me to play for him the year before, but it just didn't work out, and he kind of moved up, so I kind of didn't get a chance to play for him. So first year I'm playing for him, and, um, you know, I'm struggling to start. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I didn't think I was a good player. Um, but you know, it just kind of, I was working with him and, and he, um, you know, he, like I said, he loved me. And, um, one day he took me out on the field, just me and him puts the tee out there and he goes, I just want you to swing for the fences. That's all I want you to do today. I was like, what? He's like, just swing as hard as you can and see what happens. So, um, he has me like swing as hard as I can. He goes, all right, now, and okay, now go back to do your routine. So I go back to do my routine and he just, it was so like obvious and I can't believe it took this long to figure out, but my hands were literally never getting back. So imagine like, imagine punching you and I'm just here and I just kind of jab. It's like now I was, I feel like I was actually throwing a haymaker. You know what I'm saying? So for me it was, I was able to hit the ball a lot harder and I was able to move the defense uh, back. So like the outfielders. So because before that, I would always try to go the other way, kind of fight off the ball and like slap it the other way. And he kind of just taught me how to drive the ball, which helped my game out tremendously because I'm still able to put a bunt down and, you know, steal a base hit and then, you know, end up stealing a base. And then I was able to drive the ball. So I kind of just improved my game that way. So we'll talk about your plate discipline in a little bit. So you have that great year in 2016, phenomenal year. Like I said, you won minor league player of the year for the Twins. 2017 comes around. Now you're in AAA. You hit 338 in 71 games, which is tremendous. And you get called up in July. You end up playing 40 games for the Twins. You had a little struggle at 237, 107 at-bats. So I'm sure there was a lot of adjustments. What was it like finally realizing your dream, getting that big league call-up? It was, it was awesome. There is nothing – better in the world and playing in the big leagues it, it, it was a dream come true honestly seeing that many people um because you don't really get that in the minor leagues uh mm. it was awesome so um you know the biggest adjustment for me was was kind of getting the pitcher's name out of my head and just realizing he was another person out there just doing his job you know because in the minor leagues I, I don't know anybody I don't I don't really care who you know who I'm facing so it yeah. was just like all right I'm gonna play my game and let's see what you could do. You know, like I'm better than you pretty much kind of mentality. But, you know, once I got to the big leagues, it was like, uh Oh, I know this guy. So it kind of was like an adjustment period of, you know, he's just trying to do his job. I'm going to do my job. I kind of settled in a little bit, um, you know, but kind of fell off towards the end. But uh, 
overall, I thought it was a, a great experience for me, and I can't wait to start up again next year. Yeah, I'm sure. And then you got the experience in the wild card game when Buxton got hurt. You came in, you went one for two. I think you had a single off David Robertson, if I'm not mistaken. How much different is the feel during a postseason game as far against the regular season games? It was uh, it was crazy. You know, regular season you play a ton of games, and towards the end, you know, it was like, you know, I think I was up there for about 70 days um, this year. So, you know, towards the end of the season, you, you're just waiting for that postseason game. Um, and it, it was for me, it was like a boxing match. You know, we get out to that three nothing lead, and they come back and punch us and and, and score three runs. It was. You know, it, it just goes to show you how, like, important every single pitch is um, in the postseason because, you know, we got out to that 3-0 three, three lead, and, you know, they they get it right back, and all of a sudden, you know, we're our backs against the wall, and, you know, they had a lot of manpower, the Yankees. So, uh, but, you know, it happened, and, you know, hopefully next year we get another chance. So it was a great season. Even though it didn't end the way you wanted it to, it still turned out to be an awesome year for the Twins. Just out of curiosity, did you grow up a Yankee fan? Yes, I did. You got uh, a lot of people in the crowd that night? Yes, I did. And my my uncle actually wore like a twin suit and uh he almost got beat up, but uh there was there were some good <laughs> cops there that uh that helped him out. So thank yeah, God for sure. that. So <laughs> now the way you play is really the way I break it down is your two best attributes are speed and plate discipline. And like I said before, we'll talk about uh plate discipline in a minute. So you had a 65 rating as far as speed. How much tape do you actually watch on pitchers before games? Well, that was like my thing. Um, you know, I wasn't really playing a lot towards the end because Buxton came back and he was he was playing very well. Um, so the thing that I would do is I would study relievers. I would study their move when they picked over. We have all those those videos. So that was like my thing. And that's something that Molitor really wanted me to focus on because, you know, I, I wasn't really playing a lot towards the end. And you know, if I, I was coming in late in games and pinch running for guys like Joe, Joe Maurer and, and um, you know, Vargas or, you know, the bigger guys. So all I would do is I would study the relievers. There were days where I wouldn't even hit just because, you know, I mean, how many times am I going to be pinch hitting in a big league yeah. game? You know, I'm not I'm not uh, dumb. I know like <laughs> they're, they're going to put other guys instead of me, especially when my game is speed. And, you know, I've actually I helped us win a game. Um, one time Joe, Joe was on second. I came in, pinch, pinch ran, scored, and, you know, game was over. So, um, you know, I, I know my game. I know what I'm supposed to do. And I would just study the relievers and, and, and try to pick something up, see if I saw something. We have all the times and all the scouting reports on them. So that that's mainly what I focus on. Yeah. What are some key things you look for in a pitcher's delivery? Is there any anything that you see, like, he's doing that, I got to run? Um. You know, well, mainly the thing for me is I look at shoulders. If I see shoulders moving like early, I know that that's something I could go on because he's moving his shoulders. He can't pick, Um, you know, just key things that, you know, can give me a better jump or or something that I see if he's raising his hands first or or if he's like uh, he's a if he has a balk move. I know I I can't go. I can't uh, have as big as a lead. Um, And the scouting reports, you know, they are like two one count majority sliders, you know, something like that. Then I'll be like, all right. By getting a two-one count, might look to maybe take a um, you know a risk here and and go even though you know I'm not going to get the best jump. Some guys are tough. Some guys don't have anything that is just like all right you know sometimes you just got to pick a pitch and hopefully you're right. Um, okay. But sometimes every now and then, especially relievers, they're a little bit slower to the plate because they're throwing very hard. So they're trying to focus on the batter and they're they're not getting paid to pick off runners. They're getting paid to strike people out. So they're kind of focusing on that. 
Yeah. Now, to your plate discipline, do you know by any chance what your contact rate was this year in the majors? I, I have no idea. 95%. You know what the league average was? 77 and a half. 77 oh, wow. and a half. Almost 20, 20 whole points higher. You know who led the league? I'll give you one guess. Who led the league in contact rate? Altuve? Nah, Joe Panic. 88.5, I think oh, wow. he was at. Another Ooh, New York guy. Yeah, and your games are you're, – the way you bat, I was watching some tape on you. The way you guys bat is pretty similar. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. No, I never have. I, I actually played against uh, Joe in, um, when he was with St. John's. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's yeah. Hopewell Junction, right? Yeah. So you grew up in Hopewell Junction. Yeah, so um, – and your K rate too. Your K percentage is 8.4. The league average is 21.6. So, obviously, you have tremendous play discipline. <laughs> so, you no, have tremendous plate. <laughs> so you have tremendous plate discipline tell me about your approach at the plate what are you trying to do every time you get up there I'm just trying to I'm trying to literally hit a line drive you know right over the pitcher's head like that that's that's my thing that's what I look for that's I'm trying to hit a line drive through the shortstop through the second baseman or over the pitcher's head that's that's pretty much my game I try to stay low line drives um I'm not really big into the saber metrics and Maybe I'm not – maybe it's because I don't hit a lot of home runs. But, um, you know, that's something that, you know, I've always tried to do. And that's something that kind of I, I started to get more and more into in 2016 when I had that uh, a lot better year. Like I said, before that, I used to try to go the other way. Now it's just I try to stay through the middle. And the worst thing in the world to me is striking out. I know a lot of the this, this day and age, everyone's into the home run ball. But that's not my game. I can't. I, if I try to hit home runs, I I, I should play so, uh, slow pitch softball because yeah. I'm never gonna hit a ton of home runs. So I know I can't strike out a lot. So that I don't. For me, the worst feeling in the world is walking back to the dugout. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw. Um, I don't know if you saw that bar stool with with me and Doge, uh, with Dozier going to the bathroom. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen it. It was a bar stool, and it was. Uh, I struck out on three pitches. So like, I wanted to like put my fist through a wall and yeah. we're in Oakland and uh, Brian Dozier's taking a piss in the bathroom and I'm walking by and you just see my face and I'm just so pissed, but it, it's like, a, it's like a good picture. You got to find it. It's on a bar stool. That's funny. So yeah, you're tremendous plate discipline, tremendous speed. And like you said, with the line drives, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, I read that when I was reading yesterday that your line drive rate has been going up since I think it was since your double A season. So you're really hitting your stride there, but my next question was, what are your thoughts on sabermetrics? And now you're saying you're not a big sabermetrics guy. What's the what's the reason for that? Uh, I'm a player. I'm not a you know I'm not a scientist or whatever it's called. <laughs> my, my job is to play the game. I'm not I'm not in there to to uh, do any of that stuff. I, I don't know much about it either. I know it's like the the launch angle and all that. And a couple guys are into it, but um, you know if you're hitting line drives, you hit three thirty. Nobody's gonna say a word to you. So yeah, understandable. I just, you know, I I'm not going to go up there thinking, you know, let me let me hit this ball at a 20 degree angle. So, you know, <laughs> I give it myself a good chance. It's play the game, you know, kind of let let your instincts take over. Just stop thinking so much and just play the game. Yeah, do what got you there. Growing yeah. up in New York, did you have a favorite player growing up? Anybody in the Yankees or anybody in the majors? Uh, I'll give you a hint. My dog's name is Jeter. So, of course, he's doing a great yeah. job over there in Miami right now. <laughs> Sending everybody to the Yankees. Yeah, so. Listen, do what you got to do. Did you uh did you model your game after him or anybody else? I modeled my my character after him. Obviously, he was a shortstop, uh, and you know I grew up watching Brett Gardner a lot. 
um, and Jacoby Ellsbury. So that was kind of cool when, when I got to see them play. Um, but, you know, Jeter's charisma and, and, and the way he handled himself was unlike anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. So I always try to, um, you know, model myself after that. You know, he like he was a winner and everybody wants to be a winner. So, um, you know, I, I think that him being like a captain like that, that's like a dream come true, you know. And uh, he's he was, you know, to me, he's one of the best players to ever put on the Yankee uniform. And uh, he, he was a special player. So um, I, I feel like I, I would love to have his character and his, and his game, honestly. Yeah, you ever get a chance to meet him? No, I have not. That that I would kind of shake my shaking my boots a little bit, but uh, yeah. that, that I would be starstruck with him. I I don't get starstruck with anybody, but him, it, it's just different because I, I grew up, you know, watching yeah. him doing that. So it's funny. Best pitcher you ever faced? Uh, Carrasco for the Indians. He had some nasty Filthy stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, the thing that I'm going to say is uh, we faced him after we just clinched. So I didn't get as much sleep as I probably should have that night. Yeah. But uh, and then we woke up and played an early morning game. Um, but he was t- He had some nasty stuff. Um, it was everything was moving, and it felt like I was like, oh boy, this is gonna be a long day because I was actually yeah. starting that day, so leading off. Um, uh, so it, it was uh, it was kind of cool. But um, no, I mean, it was it was a good experience facing a guy like that because, you know you don't really see that in the minor leagues, you know, the balls are a little bit different and, you know, the balls are tighter. So everything was just like his two seam felt like it was moving five feet. So I was like, Oh my God. But, uh, I actually ended up getting a hit off him. So that was kind of cool. Um, and the, the reliever that I say was the toughest was Zach Britton. I think he was throwing bowling balls instead of baseballs, but, uh, that was kind of crazy. And that was like one of my first games I've ever played in. So, uh, you got to tip your cap. He's pretty good. Yeah, that first game when you got called up in July and you made that catch in center field, right? That was the first game? Yeah. How mm-hmm. was that, making that yeah, catch that in, your, in your debut? That that was uh that was awesome, honestly. You know, I, I, I couldn't have planned it any better. You know, I kind of got lucky that it, I had the opportunity to make a play. Um, yeah. And the coolest part about that was uh, I got to come home to Staten Island because – um, right after that game, I got on a plane with my parents and came home because it was the all-star break. Oh, okay. And I was supposed to be going to Spokane, Washington um, for the AAA all-star game, but I got called up to the big league. So obviously I couldn't do that. So I got to come home for four days and hang out with my family. And, you know, it, it was like all over sports center. So, uh, yeah. you know, it was a really cool experience for me. And I was just grateful for the opportunity to get to play and make it make a play you know I kind of got lucky with that but uh I'll take it yeah it was one of the better catches of the season I think it's in the twins like best of 2017 montage I saw what um what are some of your goals for 2018 before I let you go here uh I don't really set you know statistical goals my goal is to stay healthy honestly because if I'm on the field let my game take over and and kind of just play my game you know because I you know if for me, it would be hitting 300. And, and when I was in AAA, I, I did better than that. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, something where it's, I just got to be on the field. I got to be able to stay healthy. I've had a couple injuries throughout my career. Um, I had surgery this past off season on a sports hernia. So, um, you know, just trying to stay, keep my body healthy and, and try to play 162 games. 
just out of curiosity, and I know you would obviously, I would hope you would think so, but you think you're ready to play 162 games in the major leagues, right? You don't need any more fine tuning down there, or no? The big leagues is a lot of fun. I think I'm ready, ready for to it. Go. You're so. ready to go. All right, <laughs> yeah. man. I wish you the best of luck. I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. All right. I hope you guys have a good season. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Go Twins. Yeah.